Do you have a LinkedIn profile? Is it up to date? Do you get any benefit from it? If not, on today's show, you'll learn how to get the most from LinkedIn to help you network, build your brand, and influence the world. This is Coaching for Leaders, Episode 101. Produced by Innovate Learning, maximizing human potential. Greetings from Orange County, California. This is Coaching for Leaders, and I'm your host, Dave Stahoviak. This is a weekly coaching show to help people be better leaders through improved communications, human relations, and personal productivity. And today's topic, how to get the most out of LinkedIn, really hits on all of those areas because so much of the world today both our professional world, but also our personal world really comes down to our relationships online just as much as our relationships in person. And both are important. And if you're a professional in any capacity or involved in any type of organization or trying to influence the world through great projects and great movement forward, LinkedIn is a wonderful place to do that. The thing is, is a lot of us aren't utilizing LinkedIn to our greatest potential. I know I'm not. And that's why I'm so excited to bring the show to you today and to welcome back a guest we had uh, just a few episodes ago, Donna Schilder. Uh, Donna talked about reinventing your career when she was here last in episode 97. But in this episode, we're going to talk about LinkedIn because Donna's a LinkedIn expert. She's produced courses on LinkedIn. Uh, She does LinkedIn profile reviews for folks. And so I thought it'd be a great opportunity not only to have her back, but to really learn more about how we can all get the most out of use, utilizing LinkedIn. And by the way, I think I mentioned this in the interview, but uh, you know, even though I've probably put the least effort into LinkedIn of all the social networks that I utilize to reach out to the community here on the show, and uh, by far, <laughs> the most people that connect with me are through LinkedIn. And so uh, this is part of just you know me thinking about how I can better utilize LinkedIn as well too. So I hope that you'll benefit from this and we take a look at my LinkedIn profile as part of this to get some real live feedback on what I can do differently. And I'm hoping you'll learn a lot from that as well too. So here's my conversation with Donna Schilder. I'm really excited today to welcome back a past guest, Donna Schilder. Donna is a leadership career and business coach, and you will probably remember her name from uh, just recently. She was last with us for episode 97, which was Three Ways to Reinvent Your Career. And in addition to her expertise around coaching and career planning, Donna also happens to be an expert on LinkedIn. And as we have been talking about it recently, I realized that my LinkedIn profile is not always, it's not super great. And I think probably a lot of members of the Coaching for Leaders community are uh, not utilizing LinkedIn to its full potential, or even really aware of what LinkedIn is. So I am so pleased to welcome back Donna. Donna, welcome back to Coaching for Leaders. Uh, Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, and I'm excited to talk about a very important topic that um, is the tool LinkedIn that will make a huge difference to um, career (laughs) career success in the future. Yeah, I I think that for me, Don, I know I'm not utilizing LinkedIn to its potential, and I, and frankly, I haven't even 
thought a lot about my LinkedIn strategy and how I'm utilizing it. I think I think a lot of people are just looking for some direction on what to do. And so I'm wondering if maybe we could just start off by talking about what LinkedIn is and why would we care? Like if we if we're you know why would we want to set up a profile or get involved with it or set up an account? Mm. Um, it's very important these days. Um, LinkedIn is the professional networking, business networking site. Um, it is the Facebook of the business world. Um, but sometimes the saying Facebook scares people. Um, you have complete control over your LinkedIn profile and what goes up there. Um, it is a very professional place. Um, the average person on LinkedIn makes six figures. Um, all the, all the fortune 500 companies are represented on LinkedIn and even most of them recruit on LinkedIn. Um, so yeah, so you definitely, it's a very professional place and, you know, the reason you want to be on there is to build connections and build your network and have that for the future if you ever need to find a new job. Um, So that's one of the most important reasons. Um, You never know in this economy or in this world when you're going to need a new job. And LinkedIn is the premier tool for finding a job these days. So that's number one. Um, Number two is that you can build connections that you can source for information. Um, number three is that recruiters are on LinkedIn and, and they'll come to you. So even if you weren't looking for a job, a recruiter may come to you and find you and you might get an offer that's even better than what you have now. And sometimes people don't realize this, but um, you can promote your personal brand inside your company with your LinkedIn profile. Um, And I know in large companies, people are looking for talent within their company through LinkedIn. So I know, for example, at Toyota, um, I've known of people who have done searches on um, on their connections and it's reminded them of someone that they want to contact and um, interview for a promotion. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, and Toyota even has a, a link into their email system um, that um, links into LinkedIn. Oh, wow. So, and this is interesting because one of the reasons I've been, LinkedIn's come up on my radar screen more and more is I'm getting a ton of connections through the coaching for leaders community. In fact, I'm probably contacted through LinkedIn more than any other network, Google plus Facebook, uh, Twitter from members of this community. And so, um, I I think it's, it's really an interesting and important platform just from the standpoint of, uh, from, you know, just thinking on a selfish reason for wanting to be able to connect with more people here online. Well, and I'll have to tell you that I get more of my clients from LinkedIn than any other place. Oh, really? And I get my highest pay as cl- paying clients from LinkedIn. So wow. um, I have a website. I do a lot of other um, marketing, but um, LinkedIn is my best source. Well, and I should mention before we go forward here that Donna Donna's site is getlinkedinnow.com. And uh, she's going to tell you later about a video e-course that she offers and LinkedIn reviews that she offers online. And we thought uh, rather than just talking about you know, 
LinkedIn generally, that it might be of real value to our audience to actually get into some of the details of looking at a profile here. And um, Don has been really gracious to agree to take a look at my LinkedIn profile, which we've pulled up, and and to give me some feedback. And hopefully, by um, giving me some feedback, you can gain something of value as well from what you may do with your LinkedIn profile and get some of the the pieces here. And uh, and then maybe uh, maybe you want to learn more and uh, reach out uh, to Donna. So. Donna, should we uh, take a look at mine? And sure, absolutely. Um, so to start with, um, the very most important thing on your LinkedIn profile is your picture, and some people really resist putting their pictures up on um, their profile. It's it's new territory. You know, we're not used to having our pictures um, on on the internet, but it's it is a visual medium and so you really need to have your picture up there and it needs to be professional and the biggest mistake that i see on profiles is putting up an unprofessional picture um in your case dave you have a wonderful picture up there um you look very authentic and genuine your face fills the square and um, and you've done a really amazing job here of wearing your glasses, which is what you normally do, but having it in the picture in a way that you can still see your eyes and see no reflection. And so that's a that's a really great thing. A lot of people wear glasses and then it blocks their eyes. And, you know, the eyes are what we really connect to in an image. Cool. Well, I'm glad it looks good. I, I uh, got a had a great photographer at uh, Vanguard University who did this. So if anyone, oh. in, anyone in Orange County area is looking for someone, let me know and I'd be happy to put you in touch. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, you know, what you said is, I think, Kidana, I don't actually often connect with people online that don't have a profile picture because mm-hmm. I just, it seems to me they haven't really put forth a lot of effort into setting up an account or a profile. And I do see this a lot too, where people will put up pictures of like, at a party or drinks and all that. It's just very odd. It just doesn't seem professional. Oh my goodness. I've seen, and I've got some really funny um, blogs on humorous um, LinkedIn profile pictures and I'll send you the links to put up because (laughs) they're just hilarious. But um, you have to remember that you need to look like a person that they want to hire. And so you want to look like you would look on a interview. So you need to be dressed well. Um, hopefully not a lot of your clothing will show because you're going to fill the frame with your face. But still, I mean, in your case, you've got a nice collared shirt on and it's blue and, you know, that looks really nice. But I mean, I have seen, I've seen pictures of women in bathing suits. Oh, wow. I have seen men in baseball caps um, and not just baseball caps, but really worn out baseball caps. Um, I've seen people with their dogs, um, you know, on vacation. And I've seen a couple where people actually look insane, (laughs) which is just crazy. (laughs) So, um, you know, present yourself professionally. That's so important. So get a good picture is the mantra here and <laughs> make sure it's sized right. And so we'll, uh, so that that's good advice. I like it. And it really is. I mean, it's something that, you know, it, it, people really notice. I mean, it's one of the first things people see online is, is a good picture. So if you don't have a good one, go out and uh, get, get a good one done. 
Yes. Um, get a professional to take it. It's worth the investment. It really will cost under $200 and it will be the best investment you ever made. Cool. All right. So my picture is good. So, yes. I'm, I'm, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. You're ready to go. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on is that there are certain areas on LinkedIn that impact the search algorithm more than other areas. Hmm, and okay. by search algorithm, I mean the um, calculation that um, LinkedIn uses to select people to show up in a search. So, for example, if a recruiter was searching for a trainer, say, you know, Dave, one of the things you do is train. Right. Um, and they typed in trainer. Um, there are certain parts of your profile that impact more whether you show up in that search or not. And one of the things we want to do is be found on LinkedIn. Sure. So, so what are the things that would show up more or be counted more toward those search algorithms? Um, number one is your headline slash tagline. People call it headline or tagline. In your case, Dave, you've got leadership coach, trainer, and writer, helping people improve communications, human relations, and productivity. So that's your headline, and that has a big impact as well as your job titles and the skills and experience section, which has is a new section. Uh, and that's, I'm sure people have been hearing about endorsements and that's where the endorsements is coming into play. Mm. Um, but basically your skills and, ex and expertise area is a place where you can put keywords that relate to what you do and um, the special thing about that area is that it is populated with a, an autofill drop-down kind of menu. And you can type in your own word there, but I highly suggest that people choose terms that are already in there because I'm sure that they're linked into the search algorithm in a special way. Got it. So the, and I think the headline is key. You mentioned not only from a search algorithm standpoint, but when you do a search in LinkedIn, I've noticed that the headlines show up. So you see a person's picture and name, and then you see the headline right away, even if you're not necessarily looking right at their profile. So, so that's yes. a really key thing. And then you mentioned these endorsements, and this is something that's new to LinkedIn and um, under skills and expertise. And Donna, I don't know what happened, but in the last two months, it is crazy yes. how many um, endorsements I've received, and I'm not. I'm not sure if that's like something that's happened to everyone, or it's just my my profile. Or if, have you had that happen? And is that something oh, that's yeah. just? The, it's become more and more active. Um, it was launched. I'm going to say between six and eight months ago, so it has not been around very long. They started by just having the skills and expertise sections with the keywords there. And um, then they launched this new functionality where people could endorse and they promoted it. And what they've done is they've, and I'm sure you've all noticed this, that it comes up at the top. Do you want to endorse these people? Yep. And so that really drove it. Um, but yes, it, there's an explosion. Um, there is so much activity going on in here um, with regard to that. And it's a wonderful thing. Um, the more endorsements you have, the higher you're going to show in the search algorithm as well. So it's not just having the right keywords selected in your skills and expertise. It's also having endorsements. And even more importantly, interestingly enough, I was listening to 
an interview of the CEO of um, LinkedIn, um, Jeff Weiner, and he now they hardly ever give any information about what what drives the search algorithm. But he in that interview kind of pointed to the fact that if you have endorsements from people in your industry and or people who LinkedIn can identify as experts, that that will have even more impact in you showing up higher in the searches. Ah, interesting. So, so from a search standpoint, it's important. And then I'm guessing also, because I do notice, like if I go to someone's profile mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people who've endorsed them, it does provide some sort of I guess the term that's used is social proof that mm-hmm. it's it's not just you saying you're good at coaching or training or whatever your skill set is in your industry, but that it's that there's a lot of other people that say, yeah, this person is good at that. Yeah, it, it gives you credibility. And what's so nice is you see the pictures of the people and you can click on those people and see whether they they seem credible or not and so and and that's true of recommendations as well one of the powers of recommendations on linkedin is that you can click on the person who gave the recommendation and see who they are and see if they're a credible source so it makes a recommendation so much more powerful um, than just getting a testimonial um you know that you've typed out or put on your website sure sure okay great I want to go back up to the top, though, Dave. Um, One thing that I also wanted to point out about your name is that in your case, you should add PhD. Um, That just makes you stand out. When someone's looking through searches, they can see your credential there. And so for everyone, if you have a master's degree, if you have a special certification, um, in our case, you know, BCC for board certified coach, we may want to put on there. Um, but adding that just is another little thing to make you stand out. Is that because uh, I, I a lot of times I don't stamp doctor on things just because I don't know, I just don't use the title very much formally. And um, I also find sometimes Donna that because uh, most the vast majority of my work career wise and my work has been in business and consulting, not in academia. I think sometimes some people might discount a higher degree because they may feel like I'm an, uh, you know, a theoretical mm-hmm. person or an academic. Um, I, do you run? Do you find that the people run into that with LinkedIn or? Because I no, I think it's a highly professional place where people are displaying all of their credentials, and um, I would think, you know, if somebody's hiring a consultant, they would want to have um, a PhD. If there, I mean, I've been asked, do you have a doctorate um, for coaching? Oh, really? Um, yeah, no, several times. And oh, interesting. So, I've never been asked that. But really? maybe it's because mm-hmm. people know, or I don't know. Yeah, they already know. They know oh. you already. Um, but yeah, no, I would I would um, encourage you to put it on there. Okay. All right. I will, uh, I will, I will take that under advisement for sure on my list here. All right. So, um, so that I should add in. Um, yeah. What about summaries and my, uh, like expertise? You said that what you, what you have your positions listed as on your, your experience, that makes a difference. Um, mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm. what should I rethink on that? And what should generally people be thinking about when they're putting their experience on here? Well, okay. So, um, actually, uh, let's go to experience first, since we were talking about things that that hit the search algorithm. Um, experience your job titles. Um, 
impact the search algorithm more. What you put in the text of your experience is important too and will have some impact, but even more so is the titles. Okay. So if there's a way to create the title so that um, someone who was searching for you would type in that term, that's the best way to do it. So, so really stepping back and thinking about who do you want to have find you is the first question. Got it. So do you want a recruiter to find you? Do you want a um, hiring manager? Um, do you want a customer? Um, you know, who is it that you want to have find you? That's the first step. The second step is what would they type in to find you? So to take mine's, my example here, I've got uh, coaching for leaders, host, and community leader. That's probably something no one's ever going to type in as far as a search exactly. term. Whereas maybe if I put something like um, co- you know, leadership coach or something like that, that would be more likely to come up in a search. Yeah, and and you may want to combine it, but in each title, if possible, you do want to have that term in there. So, for example, you might put, and and by the way, you have vice president, which won't help you, I don't think, unless you're applying for a job as a vice president. Got it. So I would put leadership coach, comma. You don't you don't think pot- vice president of a two person firm is impressive. To- <laughs> 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 Bo- well, Bonnie's the know, president, I'm by the, the way. the president of my two-person firm. But, <laughs> but a, a lot of people It, it does crack me mistake. up when someone says, we do have other consultants we work with, so it's not entirely the two of us, but um, it does crack me up when someone puts like CEO of their firm and they're a one-person mm-hmm. firm. So. Mm-hmm. And, they, and, and it, it, at least in the LinkedIn arena, that's not going to help you unless you're looking for a job as, as a CEO. Okay, got it. So I would put something like leadership coach, comma, um, podcast host, because, you know, that may be something you want to be found on, okay. comma, um, you know, leadership developer or, you know, so you want to look for something that someone would type in um, to find you. Um, in the second case on the Dale Carnegie, I probably, you know, you might want to keep senior vice president in, but I would put comma, um, leadership trainer, comma, sales trainer, you know, whatever the Got it. Got actual it. things that you trained on are. Got it. No, that makes a lot of sense. And I, you know, this, we always come back to this on the show, Don, is like getting away from ourselves and thinking about things from the other person's perspective. And, you know, it, it's like LinkedIn's the same way. It's like nobody is going to search for a lot of these terms I have on here. And as, I, as you're saying this now, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, that's, that seems obvious now. Um, so, so that's great. That's great coaching. So I should go back here and reward this. Yeah. And, you know, it's even, it's, it's easy to get sort of thinking in a certain way. For example, if you look at my profile, I don't, have leadership comma career comma business coach on there. I have leadership coach, career coach, and business coach. And the reason why is because no one's going to type in leadership comma career comma business coach. Oh, interesting. So we really have to be careful about how we're framing those titles. Okay. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. All right. Mm -hmm. Cool. And 
And I would say if you're trying to figure out what people would type in, one thing to do would be to look on Monster to see what titles are being put out there for your job. Maybe look at more than one industry because I know, you know, quality assurance is called quality control in some industries. So also thinking about what are the multiple terms that might be used. And um, another idea if you're trying to be found by customers is to ask your customers what they would type in. Oh, interesting. Okay. And one thing that I found that's helpful, Donna, just from working with the Coaching for Leaders community um, is when I get emails from people, just seeing what kind of questions people ask and what kind of language they use. And I found that that's really been helpful Mm -hmm. in the shows I put together and in the videos I put together. So that's the, uh, that's another place that I might look for example, for thinking of what's the kind of language that people would be searching for when they're looking for a leadership resource. Yeah, that's fantastic. So any kind of communications you have with your customers or with people that you want to have find you. Perfect. Um, then going back, um, to your experience in your case, I would highly recommend that you put in descriptions of, um, what you have done. And even though it's not the heaviest hitting, um, thing on the search algorithm, any word you have on your profile, in your summary, in your experience, anywhere, does have impact on your search algorithm. But number two is, once people find you, you want to sell them. You want to sell them on what you have to offer. Okay, so tell me more about that. What should I be putting in? Because I've never done this, and I know this is something that's lacking on my profile. Um, What kinds of things should I put in? Is it similar to what you would list on a resume? Or is there some specific things on LinkedIn that people should do? Um, At the very least, you should copy and paste your resume in here. Um, That will be fine as far as experience. The area that's really different is summary, and I'll talk about that in a second. But think in terms of putting in here what a uh, recruiter or hiring manager would want to see, putting across the value that you would bring to an organization, uh, putting across what you've accomplished using numbers, all the things that they say um, for resumes, and making sure that you put some older positions on here as well. I would suggest for you, Dave, and for everyone, for one thing, it shows more breadth of experience. For another, if you show that you've worked at a company, that makes it easier for people who worked with you to find you. Mm. And they're the people who know what your talents are. Okay, perfect. They're, they're your best marketers. Um, let's go up to summary, though. Um, the summary is a very special area that your resume doesn't have. And what is the industry standard is to write in first person in your summary, um, to go ahead and address the person um, that you're, you know, talking to, be a little more personal. Um, And what you want to have in here is your value proposition. So what do you have to offer? What do you, what's unique about you? What will change the organization because you've come to them, you know, what do you have to offer? 
So I should write this in first person and think through what is that introductory statement to a a customer or a listener or a member of our community that I'd want them to know about me right up front. Yeah. Um, let me give you an example from mine just to give you a little bit of a feel. Please. Um, I'll skip over you know, my credentials, but I say um, I'm an executive ki- coach whose mission is to help leaders be more successful using the quickest, most efficient path possible. Leading is a tough game. It takes drive, perseverance, and resilience. As a leader, you get knocked down from time to time, and having a coach to talk through the politics and personalities can help you bounce back faster. As your leadership coach, I will help you access your power, deepen your influence, and connect to your inner strengths so that you're able to step up your game when the game calls for it. So you're doing a lot of things there, introducing yourself, your educating people a little bit about coaching. You're also saying what you would do and kind of the first step and all of that as well. So yeah, kind of letting them know if they hired me, what difference would I make? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Cause that's what, of course, we're always thinking of when we're looking for resources and people that can help us, but we don't always, I know I don't, at least I think (laughs) for a lot of people, we don't write that way. We think, we think Mm -hmm. it from we think from ourselves versus thinking about it from the audience's perspective. And I think sometimes we're afraid to sell ourselves and you don't want to be too salesy, but on the other hand, you want to put a message out there that grabs the reader and makes them want to call you. Perfect. Yeah. And you've done another really important thing here. You've given specialties, which is really good. Um, you want to give maybe towards the end of your summary a list of some of the things that you do, but again, think in terms of what people would search for. Yeah, I think the first person's great advice, Donna. I'm I'm glad to hear that's the standard for the right way to do this because this what I have here was just a copy and paste from an old resume or CV, and it's it's pretty generic. So I, I really like when I go online and I go to someone's website or read a profile, I really like hearing from them in the first person. I don't like hearing like come from that third person, more corporate sounding thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, another kind of good tip is to go and read the profiles of some of the people that do what you do mm. and, and maybe especially do a search and find some of the people that show up at the top of the searches for your specialty and, you know, look at what they've done and um, that'll give you another feel for what people do in your industry. Okay, great. So one of the things we talked about earlier and I wanted to make sure we hit on was you mentioned that people can utilize LinkedIn in order to get more visibility in just their current roles and in their current Mm -hmm. organizations. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's something that probably a lot of people haven't thought much about um, because like I'm not looking for a job, for example, and I I think there are definitely people who utilize LinkedIn who aren't. Um, What's the best way to utilize it from that perspective, Donna? Well, you definitely want to have a good looking profile that presents you and, and everything you've accomplished. But one important thing that I think people forget to do is to reach out and link to people within their organization and even smarter to link to top people in their organization. So if you work, say, at Boeing, go ahead and and send a link request to the vice president in your arena and go ahead, take the leap, send one to the CEO, who knows? Um, 
that gives you visibility. Um, if they do searches, that will make you come up higher in their search. And the other thing that you can do is in your status updates, you can announce when you complete a project, you can announce when you're appointed to something new, um, and you can just put status updates that would be helpful to people within your organization. Um, and that will keep you top of mind. And, and, you know, we always have to be marketing ourselves within our organization in order to move up and get new opportunities. And that's something we haven't mentioned yet, Don. I'm glad you reminded me about that is you can post activity updates or things that are going on or things you've done or your accomplishments. You know, For example, I post a link to every podcast that airs on LinkedIn every Monday. And so when people get their LinkedIn update on email or they go on to LinkedIn, I know a lot of people see that in their feed. And, 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 and I try to do that a couple times during the week when I do the weekly article and all that. Mm-hmm. Is, is that a, is that a good thing to do? Is there too much or too little you can do with that? Or That's a wonderful thing to do. I would say don't do it every day. I think once or twice a week is great. Um, and that's a way to get yourself visible to people within your network and also within your company. Um, in addition, activity also helps you appear higher in searches. So um, activity is your status updates, it, but it's also updating your profile, getting new connections, um, getting or giving a recommendation, joining groups. So you want to do these things regularly so that Basically, LinkedIn is looking for people who are active on LinkedIn. And if you're active on LinkedIn, you are going to show up higher in searches and you're going to be a more valued person on LinkedIn. Okay. So now the big question I have for you, Donna, because mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of of opinions on this, is who do you connect with on LinkedIn? And uh, and <laughs> like, it, do I accept every invitation? Do I accept some of them? Do I only connect with people I have you know, I know in person and know well. What what's what are the different philosophies on that and what do you advise? It really depends on what your purpose on being on LinkedIn is. So f- the way I think of it is this. If you are a professional and your reason for being on LinkedIn is to maintain your connections, to not lose track of your colleagues, to promote yourself in a job search in the future, then I would probably keep my network maybe a little smaller. Maybe don't accept um, requests from strangers. Um, Keep it the quality people. Um, You know, in that case, sort of who you're connected to may have a reflection on you. Mm, But on the very opposite extreme, if you're Daniel Pink and you've written a book um, and you're promoting a book, the more people you're linked to, the better because you're promoting a book. Got it. Got it. And so in my case of building an audience and connecting with the Coaching for Leaders community, I've, I, I changed my philosophy on this, Donna, about up until about a year ago, I was really 
selective on who I'd connect with on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I decided I'd still be selective on other social networks, but I decided on LinkedIn, unless they looked like a crazy person yeah, that I created yeah. a picture, um, I pretty much will accept anyone that connects with me. And, and particularly if they're coaching for leaders, community listeners, because I want to stay connected. And so many people do message me through LinkedIn now. Yes. Um, and so, and, that, and then that's an, that's an okay thing to do in my case. And, yes, and for that absolutely. purpose. And, and I, and I think that depending, you know, our lives change and our careers change. So your philosophy will change over time and you've changed it appropriately. You do want to be connected to your audience and there's a lot of different values that you can get out of that. So you have some resources that we should tell people about because um, I think some people listening may want to even go into more depth on this. And one thing that I'd say for sure uh, is that if you end up taking and taking our challenge to to upgrade your LinkedIn profile here and make some changes, um, we'd love to hear about it. So hop onto the show <laughs> notes. Um, and, and of course, you know, you're always welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn. Donna, do you, uh, I would love to hear from um, people on the show and here's a tip that, um, that you should utilize anyway with link requests is go ahead and put in the link request, why you want to be linked to the person. So especially if I hear from someone and they say that they've listened to this podcast, then you know, I'm going to be really happy to um, accept their link request. But anybody that looks, you know, professional, I'm pretty much going to accept um, their link re- link request. Same here, and I, I always do like getting those personal notes when someone connects with me on LinkedIn. There's the generic, uh, I forget how it's phrased, of I'd like to add you to my professional network or something like that. But I always love it, and especially if it's a community member, I always uh, I always accept those. It's always great to be make that connection. So so please do connect with us. And and more importantly, let us know what you did, because um, we'd love to check out your profile and just see what you did as a result of this conversation. And in addition, um, for those who may want to do more, Donna, you have some great resources for folks. So I want to, to give you a chance to tell folks about that as well. Uh, yes. Um, I offer a LinkedIn profile review. Uh, I spend 45 minutes with you and it's um, for a very nominal fee. I go through your LinkedIn profile, give you tips, um, strategize with you about how to be found by the people you want to be found by, get in depth and in detail um, with regard to how you're presenting yourself. Um, what additional things you could add to your profile and so forth. And I also offer the Get LinkedIn Now how-to video series. And what it is, is it's a six-week video e-course. And it um, you sign up for it. You receive an email for six weeks each week telling you what to do next. There are short two to, say, seven-minute videos that you watch they give strategy, they give step-by-step um, uh, ways to go ahead and you know update your profile, how to get connections, how to join groups, and so forth. And it just gets you oriented so that you really know how to use LinkedIn. Um, it also includes eBooks that you can download and have right on your desk and a one-pager that gives the steps to do all of um, the main things that you would do on LinkedIn. So those are all available at getlinkedinnow.com. 
And it's really reasonably priced. Uh, I think you're, am I remembering right that the uh, video course is $49? That's correct. Yes, it's $49. So it's a, it's a very reasonable price. There are programs out there that, that are similar and I've been told are not as good as mine. Um, they're priced at like $1,000. So yeah, um, I've, I've seen really crazy prices on some of the the this social networking profile things and and you can really do a lot and I'm sure they're very valuable but you can do a lot with a with a, doing a couple of big things and I think you're really good at helping people point out some of the things that they can do that will change that really make a big difference right away so uh, so that's awesome yeah so you could spend six weeks and be really up on your LinkedIn game okay so I'm not going to spend six weeks Donna but I am <laughs> going to make the commitment to uh, update my profile and so uh, the commitment I'm going to make here is by the time we air the next episode that I will have uh, I will have done some updates to my profile and make this look even better than it is so uh, let's see we're airing uh, this is episode 101 so by time we air episode 102 I'm gonna have mine updated so I would uh, I'd love to hear from all of you too on what you do with your LinkedIn profile and uh, hop onto the show notes. So we'd love to uh, connect with you too. And I'm sure Donna will hop into the conversation as well. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what you do. I'm going to be keeping an eye on you, Dave. Okay, good, good, good. And and if anyone would like me to take a look at their um, picture, I do also offer a free picture um, review and I'll just send you some notes back on how you might be able to improve it. Awesome. So I'm going to put all these notes in the show notes. Donna, I am so thankful that you joined us. Thanks for just being a great resource on LinkedIn. I think it's such an important tool and I'm really uh, grateful that you were able to spend some time uh, teaching us about it today. Well, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, Dave. Donna Schilder is a leadership career and business coach and her website for all the LinkedIn resources is getlinkedinnow.com. Thanks, Donna. Thank you. So all the links that Donna mentioned here in the interview are going to be on the show notes. So you'll want to check them out on the website. Go to coachingforleaders.com slash 101. That's for episode 101. It'll get you to the show notes. All Donna's contact information is there. The articles, I especially love the article about the inappropriate pictures on LinkedIn and the examples. It's pretty funny. So you got to check that one out for sure. So definitely connect with us online for a lot of the resources. And of course, you can always join the conversation as well. And there's a few ways you can do that. One is you can leave an audio message from that link online. Or if you uh, just want to leave a message directly, just go to coachingforleaders.com slash speak. That will allow you to leave a message on your computer or laptop. And you can also call in a message anytime and that number is 94938LEARN. I mentioned on episode 100, I'm now starting to accept uh, questions for future episodes. I'm going to be doing some Q&A episodes coming up. So I am starting uh, last week beginning to collect questions that you have and anything is fair game around communications, human relations skills, uh, productivity. So call it in and uh, leave the message, and I will include it here in an upcoming episode. You can also email feedback. My uh, my email address for that is feedback at coachingforleaders.com. My suggestion would be, though, if your question would be helpful to others, call it in or leave the message on the hotline because I'd love other people to hear your voice, and I'd love to be able to share the question with the whole community so that way the answer and the resources that we pull up 
will be of benefit to everybody. Now, one more thing I wanted to let you know about before the end of the show here. I didn't talk with this about Donna, or with Donna, I should say, uh, during the interview because I actually uh, decided afterwards that I do something a little bit more with this uh, LinkedIn LinkedIn profile update. I think I mentioned on the interview here that I would uh, you know, update mine by the next show or the, or the second the next show here. And I've actually decided to, I thought it'd be fun maybe to do a bit of a contest around this. And so um, rather than just uh, having you go out and maybe uh, do something different on your LinkedIn profile, I thought it'd be fun if maybe a bunch of us got together and went at it with LinkedIn and see if we could uh, make our profiles just more richer and more valuable to ourselves and the people that we influence. And so here's what the contest is. The very first ever Coaching for Leaders contest is uh, to go on to LinkedIn. If you don't already have a LinkedIn account and profile, go set one up. If you already got one, then uh, then you you can save yourself that step, but you're going to want to go in and do the best you can to create a LinkedIn profile that you think is really effective based on our conversation today. So some things you want to think of is, do you have a professional picture there? Uh, if you do, great. If you don't, now's the time to get it updated. Uh, do you have the right headline there? Do you have your history in there, endorsements, maybe some recommendations? Really do your best to get that profile looking great. And um, and before you pull off the road and start working on it immediately, you're going to have a whole month to work on it because we're going to have a contest. It's going to go through Monday, September 2nd, and that is the day I air episode 104 because on episode number 105, I am going to announce the winner of the contest. And here's what you need to do to enter the contest is, first of all, you need to connect with me on LinkedIn because I'm going to be the one reviewing the profiles. So connect with me on LinkedIn so I can see your profile. So send me a invite. And then also either with that invite or after we connect on LinkedIn, do send me an email saying, or, or just a message on LinkedIn saying, I'm entering the contest and I will get you into the system and I will review your submission after Monday, September 2nd, and I will announce the winner of the LinkedIn profile contest on episode number 105, which will air on, let me see, okay, two carat plus seven. So that'll be September 9th, I think. So episode 105, I'll announce the winner. Now you're probably wondering, what will the award be for this contest? The prize. The prize is one box of oranges. That's right, because I'm in Orange County, and there's oranges everywhere in Orange County. Actually, not really. It's not really any oranges in Orange. Well, there's a few. It, that's a topic for another day. But uh, but I am going to send one box of California oranges to you if you're in the U.S. or Canada. If you're outside of the U.S. or Canada, I'm not quite sure how agricultural products work to ship to other parts of the world. But we'll I'll figure out something cool to get to you. So but if uh, but <laughs> so enter the contest, you're either going to get a box of oranges or something else really cool. Uh, but you know it's for fun. But uh, the good thing is is regardless of you get the box of oranges or not you're going to end up having a either a LinkedIn profile if you don't have one, or you're going to have a much better one than you already do. So enter the contest. Episode 105, I will announce the winner of the contest, and you need to submit it by Monday, September 2nd. Connect with me on LinkedIn and just send me a message saying you are entering. Hey, thank you so much this week to Dan Felace, Kim Smith, Hakim Lakowski. Hakim, I'm so glad to connected with you over email this week. Thank you again. And Mike Isaac. Hey, Mike, it's great. Ah, that's the wrong music. 
Eh, let's try that again here. Ah, much better. <laughs> Mike Isaac. Hey, you know, when you produce the show yourself, it's just not always perfect. But you know what? That's okay. Neither is leadership. So there you go. Uh, hey, thanks for, to the four of you for subscribing to my weekly article this past week. I do publish an article each week that will give you a booster shot between shows on how to lead better by giving you actionable advice to improve your communications, human relations, or personal productivity. If you'd like to get it in your inbox, go to coachingforleaders.com slash subscribe. Plus, you'll get access to my video overview and downloadable guide on 10 books that will make you a better leader. Between that and the oranges, it's hard to know what else you would possibly need in life. There you go. Hey, have a great week, everyone. Drop me a message if I can be helpful. Take care.